Hello and welcome to Mask Off, a podcast about perspective, life, and deep thought. Uh, My name is Griffin Rogers. Yeah, so uh, today we're going to be talking about psychedelics and uh, Griffin's past use of it. He's going to tell us about what happens when you take a psychedelic, what are the differences between psychedelics, and why you should maybe try it because it's not as bad as everyone in the media and the government says it is. So, uh, what are the different types of psychedelics, Griffin? Uh, well, the most common ones would be uh, the psilocybin, like mushrooms, and LSD, acid, and then like uh, DMT and mescaline. And of course, there's a lot of other varieties. Uh, it naturally occurs, psychedelic chemicals occur naturally across the world, and uh, just in many plants and even animals. Oh, yeah. And I know psychedelics have been used for, you know, thousands of years. And I know in the 60s, there was a huge phenomenon craze over specifically LSD, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was a result of um, MKUltra, the CIA experiment, where they, uh, it was, they were developing LSD that had been discovered in the 40s. Uh, they had started using it to test on people for mind control essentially which in some cases backfired such as um uh casey no ah, shit. yeah robert casey mm-hmm. um electric kool-aid acid test book by tom wolf but uh he let a bus full of people around america giving them lsd preaching peace and love but then you know on the other hand you have uh whitey bulger marilyn manson um who you know were exposed to psychedelics and either you know this different theories that they already had an issue and it did exacerbate it or it caused them to you know not Marilyn Manson did I say Marilyn Manson <laughs> <laughs> Charles Manson, Charles Manson. <laughs> Charles Manson. <laughs> um, yeah either you know become a serial killer or a extremely smart and very put together mobster <laughs> facts, facts facts and I know uh one of my favorite stories is Steve Jobs doing LSD and how his, you know, creation of Apple literally came from an LSD experience he had. Oh, yeah, for sure. I 100% believe that. <laughs> um, uh, the, I mean, the influences of LSD can be seen in throughout history, including in modern pop culture. I mean, pop culture came from Andy Warhol. That is what modern pop culture is derived from, and he definitely drew a lot of stuff from psychedelics for sure as a probably a plethora of drugs but uh i know what pop turned into what pop was derived as was definitely a psychedelic driven thing i mean mdma is a psychedelic technically oh yeah okay that's true mdma so mdma is like ecstasy it's like a yeah ecstasy molly angel dust uh like mdma is pure like mdma (laughs) (laughs) fucking stuttering um it's okay, it's okay. But that, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, ecstasy and angel dust is, you know, MDM, MDMA and, like, <laughs> coke or fucking bath salts or whatever. Like, it's just... It's dirty. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've learned. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong with the actual definitions, but... Yeah, yeah, no, but, you know, I know... So, Griffin 
um, doesn't have a lot of scientific background, but he does have a lot of valid knowledge and especially from experience. Yeah, user experience. <laughs> so from my knowledge, I know LSD and uh, shrooms are the two most popular. Oh, for sure. And so um, do you mind telling me some of the differences between both of them? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, mushrooms are obviously a naturally occurring thing. And uh, LSD is like completely man-made in a lab, mm-hmm. but uh, the duration is probably the first thing you'd see as a difference. And acid can last anywhere from like depending on the dose, eight for sure to you know sixteen hours if you're doing a moderately heavy one. And then mushrooms pretty much always, no matter how much you do, kick out like almost right at six hours. And uh, the come up is a lot different. Uh, mushroom come up is like you take them and like you already feel weird come up happens and you're peaking for like 45 minutes in to like about two hours and then it's like a slow decline from there mm-hmm. acid on the other hand is a slow build up and then you just get hit with a peak <laughs> and like you're peaking for like a good three hours and then the come down is long and kind of painful just because it's like acid puts you in a much more visual um ex- uh, feeling driven state uh you're it's it's a lot more euphoric and the thoughts that do come to you while you're peaking are mostly of like a a sociology type of thing like you're thinking about the world and the people um not so much about like yourself and like what you have to do i mean obviously it can happen it's just where you take it but uh you know yeah yeah so yeah we described the differences but maybe we should also you know look at what like what is an lsd trip like you know so um i know uh from what i've learned that there's multiple different kinds of ways to take it so there's you know like there's cardboard there's needlepoint there's gel but you put it in your mouth and then what happens i was yeah you put in your mouth you let it sit on your tongue uh if it's just the classic blotter like needlepoint acid it's just a piece of cardstock that they put like a drop of the acid on you let it sit there until like the paper's gone some people don't some people just swallow it either way it's going to get into your body it's kind of a preference but so yeah you take it and uh you know first 15 minutes you're like ah nothing's happening this is bullshit and then it starts happening like little by little at first it's like augmented sight because there's nothing you can really pinpoint as like being different than not on it at 15 minutes in but -hmm. like what you see is not the same as like not on acid yeah so what do you mean by augmented are you talking about bright colors i mean at first not really later on yeah it's colors get brighter um i mean sometimes change like i've had like everything kind of tinted bluish i've had everything tinted like blue and red um and then a lot of the biggest thing for me is like a, a pattern geometric shapes all just movement constant movement making other shapes sometimes making like scenes if you're really into it and like zoning out and uh i mean especially if you do like some kind of breath work on acid then like you'll your visuals will go off the charts like if you get in the zone and are like living in the moment well under psychedelics it's a whole different trip it's completely different because your brain is just absorbing the information that your senses are giving it and then it's so wired up it's just making it do all this crazy shit (laughs) but but you're not having like all the other stuff going on in your head Mm -hmm. distracting you so like it takes in all this information and presents it to you in such a beautiful way Mm -hmm. 
So I know you mentioned visuals, and a lot of people have this view on LSD that if they take it, they're going to see cats and dogs. Oh, yeah, no, no. Weird person coming from the door, but can you... You're saying the visuals are just geometric shapes? Yeah, I mean, not just geometric shapes. Um, geometric shapes do sick shit. <laughs> but uh, no, you're not gonna you're not gonna see the toaster uh, hit the nay nay. Like objects aren't gonna get up and walk around. You're not gonna see things that aren't there. You'll see things that are there you just didn't see before. Um, like mm-hmm. you look up at the sky and like you, you take psychedelics, you never look at the sky the same because you just see the patterns. You see like the way. You, you look at a cloud and a cloud is a living thing now <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it uh it's just everything the grains of wood are just in a constant movement um you look at a, a mirror is crazy because you look at yourself and you're just half of you's going this isn't me the other half's like it's me it's just a little off <laughs> and then like you end up just staring at the mirror and your mind goes to like eight f- pages of a book ahead and you uh, and then you're like oh shit Where's everyone else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, so basically, it start. you take the tab, you don't feel anything, you have an augmented reality, and then um, I've heard that you start to have this euphoric feeling, which starts leading to these intricate visuals that you're talking about. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, and then you mentioned a peak. When does the peak happen, and what is so special about the peak? So in my experience, the, the, it's, it's hard to... A good bet is a, about three, three and a half to like four hours in is when your peak will start. Um, it's been different. I've had acid that the peak kicks in in the first half hour, which is weird. Um, might not have been acid, <laughs> but like, and well, and if you do like a f- five hundred micrograms when the average dose is like a hundred, it's gonna kick in a lot quicker and you're gonna peak a lot quicker. But yeah, average peak I'd put at about three and a half hours. And uh, what's so special about it? Why, how do you know you're peaking? You know you're peaking because <laughs> you can't follow a train of thought more than, like, 10 seconds, you know what I mean? Uh, you're not, you don't feel like you're on Earth. You're sitting there, and, like, everything looks completely different. You feel completely different. Your mind is literally running, like, working in a different way. Your thoughts process differently. Um, sometimes it can be hard to talk because, like, you're literally thinking like in five different voices <laughs> like but yeah, obviously your voice but like it's all like you're just going you're constantly mm-hmm. thinking you're constantly taking in information and just coming up with these crazy thoughts that you've never had before mm-hmm. and then or you're sitting there with like some beatles or zeppelin some nice music whatever you're into when it's calm and you're just not on the planet like you're that's like the peak when you're zoned out is when you see things you know what i mean like i've watched uh, i've like uh the line the witch in the wardrobe where the dude's playing the pipe to the girl and the fires like has a bunch of shit in it that type of thing happens like i've seen like animals in a fire and like you know if i'm staring at a night sky i can see faces in the sky stuff like that you're not going to see some guy walking towards you but you can you'll see things i've seen like snakes in like the leaves of trees um stuff like that yeah yeah but that's but it's not actually snakes and lions it's just these, mm, yeah these visuals and it's there it's like that it's yeah. like you see it and you're like oh she's fucking sick and then it's gone yeah <laughs> what, what does that make you nervous though you know you're having all these thoughts you're feeling all of these things extreme euphoria um well that's it can it definitely can um i have been once or twice i have 
I can't speak that much on bad trips because like I never really had one. Um, but yeah, I mean, the set and setting is very important. So like where you are and who you're with, all of those things you have to be comfortable with unless you're very experienced and then you can, you know, take a tab and wander off into the woods. But, uh, like definitely for a first trip, you want to be with people you trust, um, and in a place that you feel safe in because like the, the danger of psychedelics and the bad trip comes from, yeah, like either you're took acid in the middle of a city and now you're freaking out. Like everyone knows and there's all these people and you can't go anywhere to just gather yourself. And so then you just get fucked up and you're freaking out or you get caught in this thought loop and it's like, it could be with you're with people you're very comfortable with and then you're tripping and you you say something and they just don't hear you because they're fucking zoned out but then you're like oh no one can see me no one can hear me and then you think like oh wait no that's bullshit and then you're like oh wait no one can see me no one can hear me <laughs> and you just like do that over and over again so like it is important to stay mindful of uh just not getting caught in a loop like you can pull yourself out of a loop once you know what a loop is but, like, the first time, if you get caught in a loop, you're going to loop until someone pulls you out. Yeah, yeah. And it's good that you're explaining what a loop is. It's literally just a thought that you keep playing It's a thought. Over, it's a thought over. that, yeah, and usually it's because it kicks you with adrenaline the first time you think it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was in the woods one time, like, by myself on psychedelics at, like, sunset. And I, would, I just heard, like, a stick crack. And I was like, oh, shit, and just fucking ran. And, like, you know, 20 seconds later, I'm like, why am I running? And then I stopped, and I was like, oh, yeah, someone's following me. And then, like, it was just a snapping twig. Like, it wasn't someone following me, and I just kept running. And then I was like, no one's fucking following me, and I can't breathe. I'm fucking tired. And I was like, all right. And I sat down and stared at a tree, and then I was fine. <laughs> and, yeah, if you're – that, that would be my number one advice. If you're having a bad trip – Put some headphones in and put on your like go-to happy song and you'll be fine like That's that'll good. pull you out yeah yeah because i was gonna ask you okay let's say it's you know someone's first trip they get stuck in this thought loop and they're not enjoying this you know beautiful experience how do you get out of it so you put headphones in and you put on a really good yeah. song and- put on the music is uh not the same on psychedelics music is so much better <laughs> it's uh you could be playing on the shittiest speaker and it will sound like music that music is like the only sound there is music from the gods yeah literally like it doesn't i mean i get it because i wouldn't put on slipknot but <laughs> most music like i've I've listened to like uh not by choice but like uh, foot fungus by ski mask came on and you know i didn't like that song initially it was better on acid but <laughs> you know even like metallica and shit like that still sounds like crazy you just hear what every person in the band is doing like you listen to you listen to a song when you're not tripping you listen to the players when you're tripping like you hear the guitar you hear the pitch of the voice change you hear the bass you hear the drums trumpets violins all of it's a separate thing that comes together and you can see and hear that like with the music and it's it also just fills you like there's no escaping the music yeah yeah. to me how you're describing you know especially how music sounds it sounds um like extreme presence you're so present that you understand every small part of the song because rather than psychoanalyzing the future and the past and what you're going to eat and where you're going to go you're psychoanalyzing what is here right in front of you this present moment oh yeah do you agree with that most definitely you your your understanding of the song is gonna be changed when after you listen to it again off of psychedelics Mm -hmm. um this is kind of a stupid example but uh 
I was listening to uh, Welcome to the Machine by Pink Floyd on like an early trip and uh I'd always known like the whole thing is uh about like the music industry being shitty and like you know that is what I th- took the song for but once I listened to an acid and I listened to like Roger Waters sing and like the wh- what he's saying it was like oh like he's saying that like he achieved his dream he's there he made it and he still fucking hates his life <laughs> like and that's what this song is if you because like when i sit down and listen to it now and i listen to like the words and everything like really closely and have a, obviously a lot of pink floyd um <laughs> trivia knowledge uh it's very clear um but it's the same with anything you listen to any song and like uh, it's art so it is it could be the artist's interpretation it could be your raw interpretation without assigning it mm-hmm. random shit because you're unfiltered you, you, the acid removes your filter mm-hmm. so to me okay that sounds that's very interesting so i'm assuming that if you're going to trip you highly recommend listening to pink floyd mm. yes yeah no um definitely uh pink floyd beatles zeppelin um if if you like long complicated songs king crimson uh it that is like if you to listen to something like that it's like going to an opera almost Mm -hmm. it's like an experience um but yeah i mean floyd is very closely associated with psychedelics and so are the beatles uh jimi hendrix um and all of them a lot of their music was influenced by psychedelics uh as you can see the beatles are the best example of that their first two early albums like uh beatles for sale please please me they hadn't done anything besides like drink and smoke cigarettes and it's just like you know pop love songs they meet bob dylan he gives uh he introduces them to weed and they come up with rubber soul and like rubber soul you can hear it you can hear bob dylan's influence in that as well but also like the chill weed vibes and then uh, just before they came out with Revolver was the first time they did Psychedelics. And, like, Revolver is a crazy album to listen to on Psychedelics because uh, there's a couple of songs where, um, or I think it's just one song, that Paul is doing the bass line by going, like, boom, boom, boom. And, like, you don't hear it when you're not on Psychedelics, but you hear it on Psychedelics, you're like, holy shit. And, like, there's also, they use random objects as instruments. And, like, you, no one's would have thought about doing that unless you're tripping and you fucking, like, hit a pan. You're like, oh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Jimi Hendrix could put a fucking tab of acid in his bandana and get on stage and do a show. <laughs> like, he yeah, he was yeah. one with the guitar. He was one with music. And, yeah. and I believe Lucy was a big part of that. <laughs> yes. No, that's beautiful. Um, well, anyways, back to the trip. Yeah. Yes. Music very important, though. Definitely. Yes. Music is important. So we're at the peak crazy shit is happening then um there's this thing called a come down can you explain me the come down back to uh being sober yeah sober s (laughs) so yeah the come down it's it's hard to say when the come down will hit but like i'd six hours in i'd say you're coming down um or like seven six seven hours and you're definitely like on the come down and for me personally the come down is like the first thing i notice is the euphoria the euphoria starts to fade away um and it's it's like just the feeling of warmth like if you're in the winter and you're like you're tripping balls outside the whole time and you start coming down that's when you get cold <laughs> like 
you weren't cold before you were hot and like now you're cold all of a sudden because mm-hmm. like the f- body high left yeah but you still have like a head high where your mind's still racing and uh you you have pretty strong visuals on the come down i feel like the visuals like at the peak is like obviously the strongest um and then like once you hit the come down it's like a third of the strength but like that stays pretty steady until you're like not tripping mm-hmm. do um, you feel sad when you're coming down because and to me when you say uh you're you know euphoric and you start to feel the euphoria to fade away i'm thinking of you know i've read about molly and ecstasy and how when you take these you know pills you feel extremely euphoric but then you're so depressed it hurts is that how you would describe the come down with LSD? No, I wouldn't. Molly, yeah, like MDMA is a tailored psychedelic that removes a lot of the visual and a lot of the thought from psychedelics and gives you all the euphoria. And so when when you're on acid, the euphoria really is just a buffer between you and freaking out because of what you're thinking and seeing. And then, so you don't need the euphoria when you get to the come down because you're slowing down. And uh, when the euphoria leaves, on acid especially, it's almost a relief because you've spent the last six or seven hours, like, stemmed up. Like, your heart is racing most of the time you're on acid because it is a stimulant. There is a stimulant aspect to LSD. And, uh, and like, you're just, most of the time you're walking around doing shit and you're tired and you're kind of ready for it to be done by the end. And so, like, the euphoria leaves, and you're like, oh, I'm coming down. And personally, I have never, I have might have tripped once or twice without smoking weed. Um, I don't usually smoke during the peak because it will make you see, like, mandalas, like, in the air. Like, like fractals is what that's called. But, like, look up, like, a Hindu mandala or Buddhist mandala, and it's like that, except it's, like, changing and spinning and doing crazy shit. Like, if you smoke weed during the peak, it's all that. If you smoke it on the come down, you'll see it, too, sometimes. But, like, I smoke a lot of weed during the come down because of the absence of the euphoria. And th- I've done it so many times, I just want to keep the peak going. But, uh, no, I wouldn't say, I, w- I would say that uh, it wouldn't leave you depressed. It, it w- that's the danger of, psych- of, like, pure psychedelics and acid and mushrooms is you can't get addicted to them, but you can chase a high. Um, and chasing a high, I have done for years. <laughs> uh and that's like, I mean, the first time you smoke weed, the first time you get drunk, no other time is like that. So, like, if, you know, either the first time you do acid or one time you do, like, 500 micrograms or, like, 800 or something crazy. And then it's, like, this experience that is, you know, is, like, holy, but you can't remember it. Like, that's the thing about psychedelics is you get off them, the thoughts you had, the experiences you had, you see it in the way that you see it as a person not on psychedelics you know what happened to you you know the events that happened you don't remember what you were talking to yourself about you don't remember what it was like you know where you were you know like what you did you don't know what like unless you do a shit ton um you know where you were and what you did but like it's you don't remember being on acid Mm -hmm. and you can chase like a certain trip that a certain made you feel a certain way and you'll never find it because that was your mind and your body giving you that trip because that is what you needed when you took that psychedelic yes okay that's interesting so you just said that is what you needed when you took that psychedelic what do you mean by that is what you needed because rather than want like you know alcohol or even 
weed or coke, you know, or heroin, like you you want it. Yeah. But this is you just described LSD as a need. In yeah. That sense. Well, uh, the, uh, the I'm, I'm just curious. I think that when mm-hmm. the subconscious is introduced to when psychedelics is ingested, your subconscious kind of takes over the effect it has on you. Um, Would you say I mean, ego is diminished? Um, yo, most definitely, yes. Yeah. Uh, you don't really have an ego because whether it's mushrooms or LSD, you don't really have a sense of like self that much. You have a sense of self, but it's much more of like self as in everyone you love and care about like you are everything uh it's it's nirvana in a sense you know um beautifully said yeah thank yeah. you yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh yeah yeah but uh for example uh the i've i heavily used psychedelics um multiple times a week like for like two years you know breaks here and there um i haven't the last time i did it uh like the last two years i've been very sporadic like probably four or five times a year um but the last time i did it was earlier this spring and i was having a really rough week i was just unhappy with everything like it all it was like all week and i don't that doesn't happen to me i'm a happy person generally and uh like i was like angry depressed and like i remember i came home from work i was sitting down my girlfriend was there and i was my mom and my brother everyone was there and i was just trying to draw shit and like every time anyone said talk to me like i'd snap at him and i don't do that type of shit it was weird and so i was like all right like i'm gonna do some mushrooms <laughs> and so i did four grams of mushrooms and i went and i laid down on my bed and like i put music on at first and uh and there was music i'd listened to on psychedelics before and i've never had music sound scary like you know, no matter what it is like even on the run is can be overwhelming it's not scary um but i was like it i was so scared it would just made me so uncomfortable i took the headphones out and i don't remember what i was talking to you know either my other self or the mushrooms like but there was this conversation in my head and like i was just feeling so shitty and then all of a sudden it was like someone lifted like a sheet of lead off me like literally felt like like there was like a lead blanket i didn't know was there had just been pulled off like i felt light and like so i'd been you know (laughs) rolling around in my bed and like staring at the corner and the walls and shit for probably an hour and a half uh on the shrooms and so that that happened and then i was like oh and so like before that like it would just be the shadowy visuals and then that happened and like the room got lighter like there was more light in the room i didn't turn a light on the room got brighter i was fine and i came upstairs and like ben was like oh you look you you doing good and he was sitting on the couch watching tv and i just sat there and watched tv and the next day i felt perfectly better oh my bad um oh yeah that's that's and and that's the shrooms right yeah and that was that was mushrooms yeah but i'm curious okay so back to lsd but i do want to talk more about shrooms because clearly it seems that shrooms pulled you out of this deep dark depressed hole and all of a sudden you were happy you were enlightened you appreciated everything around you which is beautiful and a lot of people in our generation definitely need to see that um but back to lsd i'm just curious once once you're you know once the uh lsd is tapering off of your brain the effects are leaving and all of a sudden you're quote-unquote sober Sober. yeah what 
what is that feeling like and how do you adjust back to reality sleeping (laughs) (laughs) so like if you're gonna take acid like do it on a day of two days that you don't have to do anything do it on the first day yeah um definitely especially the first time (coughs) if you're so like the average dose you take 100 mics no matter who you are you'll be done in like eight eight to ten hours and then after that like it'll just feel so strange to interact with anyone like having a conversation with someone you didn't just trip with it would be like it's painful like you don't want to do it you are kind of dissociated from reality because you weren't in it for the last eight hours and so like once you sleep and your brain literally resets itself it's different but Um, is this okay because this sounds to me this sounds you know terrifying i don't want to be in a state where it's hard for me to talk to everybody and well i mean and i'm disassociating but what what is the pro of feeling this way like what's the pro of their recovery do you people say they take acid they have a extreme holy experience and then all of a sudden they're different or they've grown or they've changed why because you think things that you've never thought before Uh, (laughs) and that's that's that uh like you yeah the the day so are you recovering from these new thoughts would you say? Um, I'd say you're recovering from, uh, well, so th- I'm going to stray a little bit, yeah, but yeah. like, this yeah. is like mushrooms and acid are very different things because you stop you're six hours on mushrooms, you're coming down, you're not seeing shit, you're done tripping. You feel normal. Like after like an hour after your visuals are gone, you feel like actually normal on acid. Like you don't feel normal to sleep again. And I think that's because the stimulant aspect to acid. It's like, imagine if you just did a line every hour for eight hours you know and obviously yeah. completely different drug yeah. and different experience but uh just the the stimulant part of it um it leaves your body tired and your mind tired um and but that yeah, you wake up the next morning and you think about what you've experienced and you know the important things do stick with you it's just you don't remember the whole conversations like yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so why do LSD over shrooms? Uh, shrooms accessibility, uh, accessibility. Personally, uh, that was why. But besides accessibility, I started doing it. Um, it's a different trip. Uh, acid, like I was saying earlier, makes mm-hmm. you think about the world and the people around you. And mushrooms are much more of like you're talking to the mushrooms, or, or you know the other voice in your head, like the you're talking to that, and it's an internal reflective on the self. Whereas acid's much more reflective on, like, the world. And it's a lighter trip. It's it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun than, um, or guaranteed to be fun, honestly. Mushrooms can be stressful because you, when you do mushrooms, you delve into yourself and you fixing problems with yourself. And acid, you, it's a conceptual, it's more of a conceptual thought. Like, politics you talk i talk about i find myself having conversations about politics a lot on acid and just like human rights and behavior you know that type of thing so okay so let's say you're talking to somebody and they're trying to decide whether or not to try lsd or shrooms first what would you recommend now i would recommend mushrooms um uh 
because you're saying shrooms is a way it's in a because I know they're trying to make shrooms into an antidepressant medication mm -hmm. which is antidepressant so anti-anxiety yeah antidepressant and also to treat Alzheimer's yeah which clearly shows which is wild yeah I know which is wild which yeah. clearly shows there's positive effects yeah. doing shrooms because I know it inhibits and restarts certain and creates new yeah. neurons and brain connections but why but then why do LSD Besides, besides the accessibility and the price, you know, well, if the shoe fits, it's it's a uh, it's really a personal thing. Um. Someone described it to me in the sense where acid is it's like you're not just you're not looking at yourself, you're looking at all of the experiences and everything around you, and come thinking creatively thinking about it differently her at a tree or the sky and just completely devour devour your entire body and all of your energy into the sky while the music is playing in your ears and you you feel these emotions that you're not even you're not even experiencing you know i I had a friend who tried it, and she said she was. She just started crying. She was bawling oh, her yeah. eyes out. That's how. But I've she done was that. happy. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's it's having no control over your thoughts or any anything at all. But she loved it. Well, know? I think that's uh, acid definitely brought to light um, that for me, and to be a person who can do acid, you know, by themselves and do shit like that. Uh, you have to realize that everything in your life, acid shows you that no matter what, the only sense of control you have over anything is just an illusion like there's you don't have control and you know the minute that tab hits your tongue you don't have control that's 10 hours of not having control or eight hours of not having control um and yeah if you don't let yourself go if you don't float downstream and you fight the current you're fighting the current and that's when you have a bad trip you know you just you swim upstream, you get tired, and then you drown. You float downstream, eventually make it to the ocean, and you swim to shore. Mm -hmm. uh, you just got to let the acid show you, or the psychedelic show you what it wants to show you. Um, I've, I'd say that's the main thing, is pretty much just keeping your head clear well under the influence is, and absorbing everything you possibly can, and uh, that'll make it better. It's, it just will. Yeah, yeah. When was your, uh, do you mind describing to me your first time doing LSD and why you did it? Um. So yeah, the first time I did acid, <laughs> I was with a friend at a, uh, at a state park. It was, it was a good amount of acid. Um. So sh did, did, the, did your friend just offer it to you and... I mean, yeah, you, it was previous knowledge of it, or were I'd never done did acid. I didn't really. I knew um, my parents were very open about drugs, so I knew I had a concept of acid, and I knew I'd want to do it, and so I did it. And it was, I honestly don't remember much about it because after I did it, I just f binged um, a lot. Uh, and like, when you once you trip like over a dozen times, the trips kind of become one thing. So it's hard to remember certain ones. But uh, I do remember just being in the middle of the woods in Maudsley. Uh, very familiar place. But it was it was a bit disconcerting because I wasn't that comfortable with the people I was with. But um, obviously I liked it <laughs> a lot. And uh, 
I continue to do it. Uh, so what age, okay, so I'm curious, you're saying you've done it, you know, this many times, do you recommend doing it this many times? No. Um, like I said, I was chasing a high uh, a lot of the time, and uh, I have a proclivity for overzealous use of drugs, whether it's, yeah, you know, Percocets, Coke, weed, smoke too much weed, like, you can smoke too much weed, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I did, I did too much acid, I wouldn't recommend doing that, um, I also, that's one thing I'd say, is, like, if you want to do psychedelics before you're, like, 18, um, do mushrooms, I just feel like it's a lot less damaging, um, and it's, it's, like, I don't, I don't, view mushrooms as a drug i view mushrooms as a plant <laughs> like i view mushrooms a as plant. a fungus it's a fungus and it has been there and um native people around the world have done natural psychedelics as a rite of passage and that's a completely different thing lsd is like i was saying the fun drug the fun psychedelic and uh it's a chemical it is a chemical and that, that's all it is you eat a mushroom you're eating a mushroom you eat acid you're eating lsd um, and I just think mushrooms, if, if you like, you can take them and if you can't, um, mescaline is very similar. Um, I haven't done mescaline, but from what I've heard and the actual chemical construct of mescaline, like how it uh, interacts with your, um, neurons is a lot more similar to mushrooms than acid is. Um, but definitely, definitely don't do any psychedelics before you're like 16 um and try your brain isn't formed yeah your brain is informed and well so this is something actually i found out very recently um i didn't know acid could be associated at all with uh seizures and uh and so a close person to me had a seizure recently and uh they had done heavy amounts of acid and i had done heavy amounts of acid obviously and one of the things we had shared was uh this feeling we'd get now and then of we call it dissociating and uh and so there was just like you your stomach turns upside down you feel like you're remembering a dream that's not happening you kind of sway and uh so it turns out that's called a focal seizure so that's te- it's a technically an actual seizure but uh because all a seizure is is your brain shooting off a shit ton of electrical pulses pulses into just like random parts of the brain and oh. so the focal seizure takes part in like whatever um frontal lobe the frontal or yeah i think the frontal lobe is what uh is dreams right rem i have no idea but yeah whatever yeah. part of the brain yeah. produces is active during rem that's what a focal seizure that's where mostly electricity is hitting and that's why it feels like you're trying to remember a memory that didn't happen and so i haven't like gotten an mri or a cat scan or anything and it hasn't happened to me in like over a year now but that could be that could be that so there's a warning for that um mushrooms that's strictly i know acid has been related to that i don't know about mushrooms i don't believe so because i feel like i would have found it when i was looking um if mushrooms were linked to that but yeah acid is a chemical and yeah. that's yeah. essentially <laughs> all yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mushrooms are that's interesting. natural yeah so i remember you told me that you think everybody should try psychedelics Why? i do um because no one is honest with themselves and 
especially if you're just slapped with three grams of mushrooms as terence mckenna calls it the heroic dose like it's it is you you get in a, you sit down in a dark room and you almost see yourself sitting across from you talking to you telling you these things that you've never thought before and uh like i was saying earlier i mean psychedelics may not be the answer and obviously it's not the answer for everyone um you know i think it would be a great alternative to something like lithium for people with depression if it works for them because they like i said there's cases and there's bulgers um it can go it could obviously be a bad choice for someone um but i at a certain point believe that that uh schizophrenia is very um brought out by psychedelics and so like it could be used to screen for schizophrenia honestly um but like the only fear would be that it would set it on quicker than it would naturally uh that's true no that's true yeah yeah, yeah. but uh but, that's, that's but yeah if you're schizophrenic do not use psychedelics mm-hmm. do not use psychedelics or bipolar um i don't know about bipolar i'd assume so because it's a similar wiring issue um so yeah, I I'd, I'd be cautious definitely, but like with acid, I really don't. I I I truly feel like mushrooms would be fine for anyone. Um, but acid is different. But Just acid is different because it made. yeah it's 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 not. It's synthetic. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the earth didn't make it for you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. while it's a it's edible, it doesn't kill us. Yeah, it, we need food to exist. Why would it exist? <laughs> you know. So from all of your times doing acid and, you know, now that you're not doing it as much and shrooms, uh, what, what can, what has this taught you? What is the perspective you have on life now? Bleak. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's, uh, well, when I first started using acid, um, I definitely took my knowledge, uh, as kind of like uh it uh to my ego um when i first started doing acid i thought i was better than people because i just understood shit better because you kind of do like but uh, like you don't you understand shit better in the way that your brain functions and you can understand things things are clearer um you know a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that no matter what you do with your life you're probably gonna you know be a slave till you're 90 and then sit in a bed but (laughs) that's is a big part of what psychedelics show you is like it makes you want to buck the system um because yeah you you go on youtube when you're tripping and you just look at the thumbnails and you get a stomach ache because it's fucking gross that people are making money off that (laughs) and like make more money than like you'll probably ever make you know doing your nine hours a day um psychedelics make you a socialist (laughs) i'll say that uh, I didn't. I didn't think like community housing should be a thing until I did psychedelics. And I'm like, why the fuck do these people not have houses? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you have a bigger appreciation for everything around. Not you. yeah, you you definitely eyes. do. It also gives. It can give you a religious, definitely like yeah, like holy religious experience because it, it makes you see the things that are there that you can't normally see is what i think i don't think you're hallucinating i think you're viewing things on a different plane of consciousness and it give personally it gives me hope for non three-dimensional existence not exi- like this life isn't all there is you know what i mean there it's not some bearded guy in the sky or maybe it is i don't know 
Um, You're agnostic, but yeah, exactly. I, it, it, I was, I would say, I was atheist before I did psychedelics. Uh, like I had no, like you die, it's black. <laughs> now, like psychedelics made me believe in like rebirth, but you know, not rebirth on Earth. Um, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 new thinking. Yeah, exactly. Introduction of new thought, and definitely, um, since creativity, uh, both acid and mushrooms the dirt both during it's hard to execute the creativity but uh post afterward like when you can if you remember the things you thought to make it's great stuff um you because you never would have thought of it like it's impossible unless like i've obviously haven't gotten to the point of being able to meditate to a point of nirvana-esque-ness but that's like the closest comparison anyone has ever made like uh a lot of the people who did heavy research into psychedelics, um, you know, using themselves as guinea pigs, like Ram Das, um, when it was blowing up in the 70s, 60s, uh, would go to India and study with yogis and masters um, and uh, become, find a way to essentially trip without using substance. Because, it, yeah, like I was saying, it frees you of ego and that's really what a meditating is is you free yourself of just bullshit thought and you live and you're in that moment and your mind what does come to you is what needs to come to you not what your ego or like the little voices that are telling you like oh you gotta gotta look good for this instagram picture like no it's like (laughs) oh shit like uh, if i were to like when i did it I took psychedelics. I went to, well, I was living in New Orleans and I took psychedelics when I came home and it just made me realize, I was like, oh, even if I do make like, I had the potential to make like 75,000 working down there in a couple of years. And I was like, even if I do do that, I want to fucking do that job and like do that, like just for money, like be away from everything I care about. No. And also it was a shit job. So, <laughs> but like, it was just the prospect of like being able to make slightly above average income. And I was just chasing that, and even though it would have been much more unhappy than I would be, than I am making minimum wage, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. at a place I enjoy working. You want to be happy. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and uh, as for me, acid, uh, psychedelics showed me that money isn't what will give me happiness, personally. That concludes the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed.